Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. Let me begin by thanking all these uh, utility executives for coming in today. On Wednesday, President Joe Biden met with the CEOs of electric utility companies. I think this is the beginning of a, God willing, a new era in the generation of electricity. Those companies are pushing the president and congressional Democratic leaders to pass the clean energy tax credits worth more than $300 billion from the stagnant Build Back Better package. The talks represented the sector's highest profile move to lobby Congress and a significant shift in the utility's own stance on clean energy in recent years. Today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse on what utilities want from the White House. It's Thursday, February 10th. So Kat, what do we know from Wednesday's meeting between the president and leaders of some major electric utilities? Yeah, so on Wednesday, the president met with a big group of some of the biggest electric utilities in the country to talk about how some of the provisions in the Build Back Better bill have the potential to help these utility companies, many of which have really ambitious goals to decarbonize their current electric power mix. And he asked them some pointed questions about how more sophisticated transmission systems and battery storage and some of those technologies can help these utilities reach their goals. And the utility companies, they made it clear that they do want to see some of these tax credit extensions and other things that they think could be helpful to their company's decarbonization efforts. Got it. And the backdrop to this meeting is that electric utility companies are really pushing for these clean energy tax credits in Build Back Better. Why are they pushing for those provisions specifically? Yeah, and they're even actually pushing for a direct pay option in the Build Back Better, and they're pushing for an expansion of the tax credits, including I think on existing nuclear was one of the options and on battery storage and on transmission. So they're kind of looking for an expansion beyond just the traditional wind and solar tax credits. And I think part of that is that the wind and solar tax credits did a lot to make those resources cheaper, but there are still really expensive components to decarbonizing the electric grid, including transmission investments and including nuclear power isn't cheap. And there are other technologies like green hydrogen that also isn't cheap yet. So I think they're hoping for some of the same success that we've seen in wind and solar. And those provisions are included in Build Back Better, which has been dead for a while. Does this meeting show that there's interest in picking up talks again? Yeah, I think that's what we're all wondering. One of the questions that I'm hoping to ask is whether they are interested in engaging the Republicans and and other lawmakers on this, because, you know, we've known for a while that the president supports Build Back Better. This is his legislation that he really wants to see get through. But What we don't know is whether it can get the support that it needs. And for a while, it's looked like it it won't get the support that it needs. So I think the question now is, can you break up pieces of Build Back Better and push parts of it through? And then another question is, are some of these clean energy provisions that these energy companies are asking for, are those part of that puzzle that can be pushed through that has broader support than maybe other provisions of Build Back Better? And more broadly here, how does Wednesday's meeting highlight a shift in utility stances when it comes to clean energy in recent years? 
Yeah. So President Biden even mentioned four years ago, we might not have been having this conversation. And it really does represent a tremendous shift in the electric utility industry. I think Excel Energy was one of the first big utility companies to make a carbon-free commitment back in 2018. And since then, it's just been a huge wave of electric utility companies making these big commitments. Notably, most of those commitments are aimed at decarbonizing their systems by 2050, which is a few years later than the Biden administration's goal of 2035. But it has been a really big shift in recent years. And some of that is driven by state policies. You know, obviously, the Trump administration, there wasn't a big threat of utilities seeing, you know, federal legislation mandating this. But I think that they saw the writing on the wall from some of these state-led efforts and realized also that there were a lot of benefits for customers in investing in clean energy investments as solar and wind costs came down. So you've really seen utility companies over the past few years just really embrace that the clean energy transition is inevitable. Also, on Tuesday, Oxen Solar, a U.S.-based solar manufacturer, asked the Commerce Department to impose tariffs on solar panel components from four Southeast Asian nations. In its plea, the American company argued that importers are shipping through Malaysia, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam to avoid tariffs on products coming from China. The request follows a similar tariff petition filed last year by a group of anonymous American manufacturers. That petition was ultimately rejected by the Commerce Department after the companies refused to publicly reveal their identities over fear of retaliation from Beijing. This time around, though, the petitioner has identified itself. But, like the last case, the petition has divided the solar industry. Developers of solar projects in the U.S. argue that tariffs on the Southeast Asian nations, which comprise the bulk of American solar imports, could hamper the U.S.'s ability to meet President Joe Biden's climate goals. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels. Because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lowercarbon.